Mrs. Caudle's Curtain Lectures by Douglas William Gerald, read for LibriVox.org by Martin Clifton. Lecture seventeen. Caudle, in the course of the day, has ventured to question the economy of washing at home. Pooh! A pretty temper you come to bed in, Mister Caudle. I can see. Oh, don't deny it. I think I ought to know by this time. But it's always the way. Whenever I get up a few things, the house can hardly hold you. Nobody cries out more about clean linen than you do, and nobody leads a poor woman so miserable a life when she tries to make her husband comfortable. Yes, Mr. Caudle, comfortable. You needn't keep chewing the word as if you couldn't swallow it. Was there ever such a woman? No, Caudle, I hope not. I should hope no other wife was ever put upon as I am. It's all very well for you. I can't have a little wash at home like anybody else, but you must go about the house swearing to yourself and looking at your wife as if she was your bitterest enemy. But I suppose you'd rather we didn't wash at all. Yes, then you'd be happy to be sure you would. You'd like to have all the children in their dirt like potatoes. Anything so that it didn't disturb you. I wish you'd had a wife who never washed. She'd have suited you. She would. Yes, a fine lady who'd have let your children go that you might have scraped them. She'd have been much better cared for than I am. I only wish I could let all of you go without clean linen at all. Yes, all of you. I wish I could. And if I wasn't a slave to my family, unlike anybody else, I should. No, Mr. Caudle, the house isn't tossed about in water as if it was Noah's Ark. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself to talk of Noah's Ark in that loose manner. I'm sure I don't know what I'd have done to be married to a man of such principles. No, and the whole house doesn't taste of soap suds either, and if it did, any other man but yourself would be above naming it. I suppose I don't like washing day any more than yourself. What do you say? Yes, I do. Ha! You're wrong there, Caudle. No, I don't like it because it makes everybody else uncomfortable. No, and I ought not to have been born a mermaid that I might always have been in water. A mermaid, indeed. What next will you call me? But no man, Caudle, says such things to his wife as you do. However, as I've said before, it can't last long. That's one comfort. What do you say? You're glad of it. You're a brute, Mr. Caudle. You didn't mean washing. I know what you mean. A pretty speech to a woman who's been the wife to you I have. You'll repent it when it's too late. Yes, I wouldn't have your feelings when I'm gone, Caudle. No, not for the Bank of England. And when we only wash once a fortnight. Ha! I only wish you had some wives they'd wash once a week. Besides, if once a fortnight's too much for you, why don't you give me money that we may have things to go a month? Is it my fault if we're short? What do you say? My once a fortnight lasts three days. No, it doesn't. Never. Well, very seldom, and that's the same thing. Can I help it if the blacks will fly and the things must be rinsed again? Don't say that. I'm not made happy by the blacks, and they don't prolong my enjoyment. And more than that, you're an unfeeling man to say so. You're enough to make a woman wish herself in the grave, you are, Caudle. And a pretty example you set to your sons, because we'd a little wash today and there wasn't a hot dinner, and who thinks of getting anything hot for washerwomen? Because you hadn't everything as you always have it, you must swear at the cold mutton. And you don't know what that mutton costs a pound. I dare say you must swear at a sweet, wholesome joint like a lord. What? You didn't swear? Yes, it's very well for you to say so, but I know when you're swearing. And you swear when you little think it. And I say you must go on swearing as you did, and seize your hat like a savage, and rush out of the house, and go and take your dinner at a tavern. 
a pretty wife people must think you have when they find you dining at a public house a nice home they must think you have mr caudle what you'll do so every time i wash very well mr caudle very well we'll soon see who's tired of that first for i'll wash a stocking a day if that's all sooner than you have everything as you like ah that's so like you you'd trample everybody underfoot if you could you know you would caudle so don't deny it now if you begin to shout in that manner i'll leave the bed it's very hard that i can't say a single word to you but you must almost raise the pace you didn't shout i don't know what you call shouting then i'm sure the people must hear you in the next house no it won't do to call me soft names now caudle i'm not the fool that i was when i was first married i know better now you're to treat me in the manner you have all day and then at night the only time and place when i can get a word in you want to go to sleep how can you be so mean caudle what why can't i put the washing out now you have asked that a thousand times but it's no use caudle so don't ask it again i won't put it out what do you say mrs prettyman says it's quite as cheap pray what's mrs prettyman to me i should think mr caudle that i know very well how to take care of my family without mrs prettyman's advice mrs prettyman indeed i only wish she'd come here that i might tell her so mrs prettyman but perhaps she'd better come and take care of your house for you oh yes i've no doubt she'd do it much better than i do much no caudle i won't hold my tongue i think i ought to be mistress of my own washing by this time and after the wife i've been to you it's cruel of you to go on as you do don't tell me about putting the washing out i say it isn't so cheap i don't care whether you wash by the dozen or not it isn't so cheap i've reduced everything and i save at least a shilling a week what do you say a trumpery shilling ha i only hope you'll not come to want talking of shillings in the way you do now don't begin about your comfort don't go on aggravating me and asking me if your comfort's not worth a shilling a week that's nothing at all to do with it nothing but that's your way when i talk of one thing you talk of another and that's so like you men and you know it allow me to tell you mr caudle that a shilling a week is two pound twelve a year and take two pound twelve a year for let us say thirty years and well you needn't groan mr caudle i don't suppose it'll be so long oh no you'll have somebody else to look after your washing long before that and if it wasn't for my dear children's sake i shouldn't care how soon you know my mind and so good-night mr caudle thankful for her silence writes caudle i was fast dropping to sleep when jogging my elbow my wife observed mind there's the cold mutton to-morrow nothing hot till that's gone remember too as it was a short wash to-day we wash again on wednesday End of chapter.